Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I am offering some reflections on my time as an intercessor for the college ministry gathering Urbana, which happens every, usually every three years. In this case, it was supposed to happen last year, but COVID happened. And so they delayed it a year. And I absolutely loved interacting with the students, but I will say it took me a bit, not because of anything to do with the students, but because I really needed some instruction on how this generation is different than my own generation. And it was beautiful to watch the staff who, of course, um, interact with the students all the time, how beautifully they would listen and ask questions where for me, I'm kind of like, I have gifts I want to share. Let me just pour them out. You know, the word that my friend Michelle spoke over me, Oh, this one's a ready fountain. I'm like, I am a ready fountain. Let me fountain all over you. And I think that that is fine in small doses, but it was humbling to watch how beautifully the staff interacted with the students in a very appropriate way. And it was beautiful to watch the students come. Um, sometimes, even if they had been uh, prayer walkers before, they, they wouldn't necessarily know exactly where to go. So it was awesome. They would come towards me when I was standing by the sign and I'd be like, are you here to pray? And they would say yes. And sometimes it would be a really enthusiastic yes. And sometimes it'd be kind of like, I think so. <laughs> it's like, you're in the right place. This is the best section. Part of what makes my section or my sessions, I think the best sessions is people walk every day. And that sense of saying, you actually get to carry the glory of God wherever you go. So do it mindfully, whether you're walking on your own from place to place or whether you're walking as a team. And so it was powerful, I think, to be able to say, I'm casting a vision. I want you to actually do this all the time as you're walking, like let talk to the Lord. And I know for me, periodically, I, I catch myself, I'll be walking down the road. Like in this case, I would go and walk to get lunch and find myself praying in tongues as I was walking. And when, every time it would happen, I would kind of smile like, oh, yep, this is just what the Lord and I do. <laughs> and, and I love that. I love the picture that my friend Jamie said as a horse enthusiast, where she goes and cleans up trails in the back country of Virginia. And when the trees come down, it can be really hard to see where the trails were. But what the U.S. Forest Department has, or some department, they have heat maps of the different cell phones. Where have the cell phones gone? And they can track that, and that allows them to figure out the trails in the backcountry. And so they know how to clean up the trails when they need to. And she said, that's what we do in the spirit. When we walk and pray, we're laying down glory trails wherever we go. And I just think that's amazing that that's what we get to do as we're out walking. And so I tried to inspire the students with that. But the precious thing about walking and praying as a group, even if it's just one other person, the two of you, or if it's a group of five or six, is that you get to go and listen to what the Lord is saying and do it as a group. And then sometimes different themes emerge, which is tremendously exciting when people start to get the same thing. And one of the beautiful things that I saw was 
sometimes the specific words that we had been praying in the morning, whether around seeds growing or, you know, like everyone is getting seeds planted in them. Um, the students would have that same sense in the, in the afternoon sessions. And there were other examples, but that's the one that comes to mind right now. During one session, some of our volunteers or some of our team had not realized that we did the same training back to back. And so they had wandered off to go and do other things. And that was a session where we had 30 students show up. And so uh, we adjusted quickly on the fly. And I was so privileged to take a group of five students out to lead this um, more interactively one-on-one. And uh, well, I guess one-on-five in this case. And so we had the map, but I said, does anybody have a sense of where we should go? And one of the girls very decisively said, we need to go around the corner. And I was like, that's exactly the direction I was thinking. And I had a spot in mind that I wanted to go and pray. And so I, I stopped there and I said, this is where I'm thinking, do you agree? And she said, oh, uh-huh. I, I had a very strong impression of kind of like at an angle from where we were. And so the five of us stood there in a little circle and it what astonished me, actually it would have been five other people, so the six of us, what astonished me is right out of the gate, every one of the people prayed. And uh, it was making me tear up a little bit because that is so hard. I have been, like the vast majority of prayer meetings that I go to, not everyone prays. And it's not at all a statement of blame or anything. It's just a statement of fact that for whatever reason, just sometimes people want to come and receive and that's beautiful. Sometimes people aren't in a place where they can pray aloud and that's totally understandable. Sometimes people are a little bit intimidated and they're waiting to find their voice and that's very fair. But right out of the gate, all five of the other voices plus mine prayed. And so I, after we all did, I paused us and I was like, you guys, you just need to know that was incredible what you just did. And they all kind of like, oh, oh, good. And then what was so precious is a woman who had been sitting on one of the nearby couches came over and she said, that was very beautiful. And I think I'm supposed to ask for prayer because I'm about to lead a session on healing trauma through the arts, which is a pretty intense topic. And so the fact that we had walked over and stopped right in front of the couch, not right in front, but you know, within a few feet of the couch where she was preparing. So we were like, Oh, would you like to come into the center of our circle? And so she did. And we asked if she was okay with us laying hands on her. And so she was good with that. So we did. And then again, every one of the six of us prayed. And what was astonishing to me is I could see the themes of the students' prayers and how that would be directly applicable to what she was praying about. And I think that just was, again, such a boost, like, oh, this is this thread and this is this thread. And I had my eyes open observing a little bit, not the whole time, but just watching. And she just had tears running down her face and dropping off her chin. And it was, the the speaker did it. And it was so beautiful to see. And so then we all gave her a hug (laughs) and blessed her on her way. And, and then because I knew that she was doing that, then the next session, we tried to send a team to go and pray over her session specifically. But I think it was, it was a triumphant moment for the young people to be like, we just did it, you know, and it was powerful. And the Lord really was speaking to us and we can hear his voice and, oh, it was so exciting. Yeah. So Jesus, 
thank you for the ways that you're at work. (laughs) Thank you, Lord, that even as I watched the students, that some of them would walk and even put their hands up a little bit and just willing to stand in the hallway, willing to go up to a person that they didn't know and say, oh, yeah, I'll lay hands on you and pray for you. Willing to listen to your voice and take risks and you know, oh, here's the dipping dots people. I'm going to go pray over the dipping dots people because they probably need prayer too. Or I had a picture of a forklift a couple days ago and now I'm going to go and, oh, here's some forklifts. I'm going to go pray over the forklifts. I mean, just beautiful. So Lord, I love that you give gifts to your children. <laughs> and I love that part of InterVarsity's purpose is to say, We recognize that if the adults all led Bible studies, they might be a little more theologically accurate sometimes, but we want to empower the students to be leaders. And so, Lord, what a beautiful vision. Thank you. Thank you that you can give 15 minutes of training and then send people out and do it, have kind of an example or a, a mentor to mentor through and then release them to just do the things. <laughs> oh Lord, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.